Okay, Bokatov, today's daf is daf Chafhei in Megillah. As again, we learn for a Rafur Shalema for Yosef Azriel ben Chaim Michal and Elazar ben Reuma. Um, right after the mission, about six lines down on the page, we just learned the mission yesterday about things that a person shouldn't say, that he's stopped, he's silenced if he says certain things. So, Mishnah Mamodim Modim, I understand where a person shouldn't say Modim twice, the Mexican because it looks like he's praying to two different, thanking two different authorities, uh, like there's another authority besides Hashem. That's silence, the Mashma Altov, Ain, Balralo. We know. Unfortunately, when something bad happens, we still say Baruch Dayan HaMes. We bless God for good and for bad. So we shouldn't say, oh, for good, you'll be remembered. We're going to thank you for good and not for bad. That's not right. The Mishnah says that your person is supposed to bless God for good, for bad, as well as for good. I call men Hashemayim. My time, why can't you say, Oh, look, uh, God, your mercy even reaches the, the birds. As we see that you're supposed to send away the bird, don't take it away in front of its children. So what's what's going, you know, don't take away the children from the mother, send away the mother first. So why do you say over here, what's wrong with saying, go, look, God, look, your mercy reaches them. Maybe, may your mercy be extended to us too. So please, by time, our two different rabbis, two different rabbis, Rav and Eretz Yisrael, disagree about the reason for this. These are the two rabbis. Because you're saying, oh, the birds have your Rahmanas, Hashem, you have mercy on the birds, but not on other animals. Why Dafka talk about the birds? So it's like you're saying you're, you're, you would, you'll uh, cause uh, um, jealousy among the animals. This is an interesting concept. Even though we know Hashem is a Baal Rachamim and has Rahmanas on us. But we can't look at the mitzvahs that way. We can't start interpreting mitzvahs. Well, the mitzvahs where God shows us mercy, those are good. The other ones we don't understand. No, all the mitzvahs from Hashem are xerus hamelech, are considered decree. Rashi says, olo, to put his yoke upon us, lodia, to let us know, we are his servants, all that we do is because we are avodim of Hashem, not because we interpret his mitzvahs as being nice or not nice or merciful or not merciful. And therefore, we don't say any of those things. We don't say modem modem. We don't say um, on good, may your yivarchucha tovim, that uh, the blessed, the, the good ones, the ones that have good things happen to them, uh, will, um, will, yivarchucha uh, tovim, because really, in other words, shouldn't say either. The Mishnah said, not only you shouldn't say, uh, don't, don't you say these other things like modem modem, but you also don't say that the good guys, like the, the tzaddikim should bless God. Everybody should bless God. That's That's not good, as we just said, for two reasons. And modem, modem, all these things, we quiet and we silence a person who says that. Who denies coming to Rabbah? Story. There was a man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we don't. Yeah, yeah. We don't know. That's also true. That's also true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's also true. How do come to Rabbah? There was a, a man who went uh, before uh, Rabba and uh, uh, you know Chazan uh, whatever went before Rabba Omar and he said the following you had mercy on the birds on the nest of birds uh, so have Rachmanus on us so he he was meant to say it as a good thing look just like you have Rachmanus on the birds have Rachmanus on us Amar Abba 
Look how nice this rabbi, this young rabbi is, that he can appease uh, his master God. So Abaya said to Rabba, what do you mean? We learned that you're supposed to silence when he says this. He was just trying to test Abaya to see if he remember that, like to sharpen him. Of course, in other words, when Rabba said, look how this uh, nice rabbi is, uh, is appeasing his master, he was doing it sarcastically because we don't say that. He was just trying to see if Abaya remembered the Mishnah. A similar story, a man went before Rav Hanina. Omar, he said, Hakel God, Hagadol, who is great, Hagibor, who is uh, strong, who is strong, Hanora, awesome, Adir, majestic, Chazak, also strong, Bahamids, powerful, all these various Lashonos uh, of God. Have you finished? Yeah. Are you done with all the <laughs> phrases? That's it? Like, is that it? Hashta, Hashta, the three things which are said in the Pasuk, the Chesed Moshe of had Moshe not written in the Torah. What did Moshe say? Hakel, which God? Hagodol, Hagibor, Hanor. Those are the three things that Moshe said. But also, Anshik Nesek Dola in the book of Ezra, Anshik Nesek Dola came, Vitik Ninu, and they decreed it. They, uh, they sort of, they, they sanctioned, they put it into the Tfilas, as it says in Ezra, Rashi quotes the Pasuk, Batolken, Hakel, Hagodol, Hagibor, Hanor, who also is Shomer Bris Vachesed, but his, his, his definition of is only because Moshe said it. If it wouldn't be that Moshe said these three things, and Anshek Nesegola uh, stamped it and said, yes, that's part of our tefillah, we wouldn't say it. And you say all these, like, what do you think you're going? When are you going to stop? Mashal Adam, it's like an example, example of the person, a man was full of, he had millions of, of, gold, uh, of gold coins. And they praised him, and they said that, uh, oh, you've got a lot of silver. you got a lot of silver. A lot of silver? You know, what do you, a lot of silver? A low denial, it's an insult to him. In other words, he's doing less than you can do. If a, person, if, if a, a person is so great and you're only listing some of his attributes, you're insulting him. And that's what you're doing with Hashem. Famous Amemra, where we're first in Brochus and Nida on the side, we also... Uh, Rashi in the first page of the first half of Sot, and Rashi brings it down. Everything is from God, except Yeshua, meaning whether a person is going to be smart or not smart, if a person is going to be tall, short, strong, weak, all those things are men HaShemayim. is up to the person himself. What does God want from you? Except fear him. That's up to you. In other words, Hashem has taken care of everything else, what your future is going to be, what you're made of. Tosis uh, here brings down the whole question about uh, the, elsewhere, it's brought down chutz pacham, except for the weather, uh, hot and cold. But here we're talking, Argomor, Tosis says what Argomor is speaking about is when a person is created, right? When uh, that's Rashi and Sota brings that down on the first page. When a person, Hashem, the, the malachim come with this tipa, with this drop that a person is made from. And they say to Hashem, what's, what's going to be with this? So smart, not smart, tall, short, rich, poor, uh, you know, dark, light, whatever his physical attributes are going to be, that's all predetermined. Kiyam liyira, but yiras Hashem is, is uh, from Hashem. That's what Rav Hanina said over here. It says, the yira milsa That means that all God wants to be with yiras Hashem. <laughs> that's such a small thing. It's not so simple to be a yiras Saying the Gabi Moshe band the Milsim says the Gabi Moshe was a small thing. Maybe for us it's difficult, but for Moshe, it was a thing. Hashem, listen, Moshe said to them, Listen, what do you want? All, all God wants to be is Yeras Hashem. So they, you know, they said, Yeah, for you it's easy, not for us. 
Marshall Adams, like example, the person they ask him for a large vessel, a large utensil. He's got a domofikutin. Oh, I got plenty of those. No problem. Cutting they ask him for a small thing and he doesn't have a domofikutin. You know, it's like a big guy. I don't have that, you know. So if I have it, it's it's easy to supply. If I don't have it, uh, it's not easy to supply. Moshe had your so it's easy for him to, to mention it. Omar Abseyra. Omar Shmashma. Omar Motomoto. Yeah. Yeah, we just gotta finish. It's a short day. It's a short day. We have to take first act. Yeah. If if it's in your shamayim, I call it Yerushalayim. Put the Yerushalayim. If you don't have Yerushalayim, isn't everything else affected? No. 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 No, no, no. no, no, no. It gives you money even if you don't have your shemayim? Right, there's nothing to do with that. Or correct, correct, correct. Whether you can be rich or poor, there's nothing to do with your shemayim. That's correct. That, that's predetermined. That's predetermined. That's now, that's of course, Felix, Felix can change that. Right. Felix right. can change it. We always say that. Felix could change that. Philip could change that. A uh, person could change this thing. And then, uh, or Hashem could reward the person, even though he's supposed to be poor, Hashem could change it later because he had shemayim, Hashem did him a favor. But all the other things, Everything else being equal, everything else being equal, that's all predetermined. That's exactly that's what Rashi says in the cells of that face. Homer If you say Shma twice, that's also like modem modem. Modem modem. Modem modem is like you're talking to two different gods. So if you say Shma, that's also no good. It's like also your silence. If you say Shma twice, you double it. It's considered disrespectful, right? It's considered something that's not nice. It's shameful. Maguna hudahave, right? It's considered that something nice. It's only maguna dahave. But that, that doesn't mean you silence him. Just the maguna. It's not proper. It's improper. It's shameful. But not that it's disgraceful. But it's not, uh, didn't say that you shut him up. Here you're saying modem modem, you shut him up. So why don't you say the same thing? It's just lokash. Where is it maguna, where it's like silly or shameful, where you say each word, shma, shma, Yisrael, Yisrael, Hashem, Hashem. Okay, okay. That's that's considered shameful. That's like nice. But if you say a whole pasuk, that's like you're speaking to two different gods. Shema Yisrael Shalom Kenu Echad to one god and Shema Yisrael to another god. That's already silence. But so Hadomer Hadomer Milsa Milsa ones where he said each word, but Tani Glenn repeated it. Hadomer Pesukim Pesukim but he said each pasuk and repeated it. That's already considered something that be silence. Amalei Rapapa Lerava Vedumami Korab Look even died. What's your problem? You said Shema twice, right? Maybe the first time you didn't have Kavana. And now he did have Kavana. The first time he didn't concentrate on his, what are you saying? Now he did. What are you, you're, you're a buddy here? Like he, you're going to start saying Shema without Kavana? Like he, he's your buddy? Like you just talked to him without thinking? If you can't have Kavana, we beat him with a blacksmith's hammer. As if to say, you have no business stopping me. Now we know today in our time, you know, we say, also, if you don't have Kavana, you're supposed to repeat it. So why don't we repeat it? Most of us, don't have the proper kavana. The answer is, is because the second time and the third time we won't have the right kavana either. Better. It's not going to be any better. But that's the truth. The truth is, that if you don't have kavana, what are you doing here? What are you coming to shul for? So we said also, if a person changes and uses the the pasuk and he and he interprets it in in a uh, in a uh, euphemistic way, like he substitutes it for another meaning. For example, the pasuk says you're not supposed to have uh, be a um, it means with, his, with your father's wife, you shouldn't uh, have relations, right? That's what it really means. So he says, oh, you know what it means? Um, it means something else. Tan Rav Yosef, interprets it to me, oh, you shouldn't publicize the shameful acts of your parents. Right? That's not what it means. But if you interpret it that way, says, we silence him because he doesn't know what he's talking about. Similarly, 
really means you're not supposed to do that avodazara uh, ritual, whatever of of, uh, of uh, they putting the children through the molech fire, whatever that whole process that they have. Uh, that's all avodazara, right? Uh, idolatry. So uh, he interprets it. No, it doesn't mean mizarachalosit and laver molech means don't put your seed into a shiksa. Don't put your seed into a American. Who's going to have a child? Who's going to do a bodhisattva? A ton of debate. Rishon is the Israel habala alakutas. He's talking about. It's a, he, he says, what are we speaking about when we say substituting the meaning euphemistically? That it doesn't mean uh, doesn't mean literally the idolatry. He means uh, adultery. He means uh, Yisrael who lives with a shiksa. The whole man of Ben Lavodazara and has a bodhisattva. Hakasamadaber. That also is mishaskanoso because, and here he says mishaskanoso in Azifa. We rebuke him. We we get angry at him because that's that's really a terrible interpretation. Okay, well, Midrashim is from the rabbis. This is this is wrong. This is simply wrong. You know, this is simply wrong. This is the wrong interpretation. If you say something means one, one thing, right? Uh, the literal translation of erba savichaloskali means don't take off your father's clothes, right? So, the, substituting one meaning for another, because I mean, the Midrashim often add on meaning. Right, right. So that's what if the rabbi sanctioned it. That's 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 Torah Shabbat. But if it's uh, somebody makes up these interpretations on their own, that's what's supposed to be rebuked and what's supposed to be silenced. Now, <clears throat> this whole we're here we're talking about reading the Torah. So here we're talking about reading the Torah, reading the Torahs, as we've said. So what about the story of Reuben, which is also uh, insulting, but Reuben did with uh, mixed up his father's bed, Billah's bed. So Maisa Reuben, Nikrovim We don't we don't interpret it. We don't interpret it out of respect for Reuben, as we'll see, or for Yaakov, his father. So in other words, the, the Rov Ha'am, which didn't understand Hebrew, they, uh, they won't understand what's going on. Obviously, today we're in a different situation, but uh, normally they didn't, they didn't translate it. Maisa Tamar Nikra the story with Yehuda and Tamar was translated. So why not? Why, why, why do they translate that? That's also not something we'll see. Maisa Egel Arisho Nikra the story itself of the Egel is read and is interpreted. The second story is not. What do you mean the second story? We'll see what it means. Is when Moshe asked Aaron, what's going on over here? And Aaron told him, well, they all came to me and I said, put your jewelry in there and it all came out. That's not translated, as we'll see, because people can interpret that to mean that the eagle rose of its own. I threw them into the fire and this eagle came out as if as if there is a kofta bazar. Uh, then it says, birkas kohanim. Birkas kohanim. It's not clear here how it goes. And it's mashma from the Gemara that Birkas Khanim is read because you can't really delete any part of the Torah. When we, we read the Torah every week, right? In the course of a year or in the course of three years in the old days where they, they read the whole Torah, you can't leave any part out. So Birkas Kahanim, some have the gear said that it is Nikra Velomitarkin because he carried, the way it says it here is like Birkas Khanim, Maisa Dovid the Amnam Nikran Velomitarkin. And we'll see in the Gemara that Dovid and Amnon is possibly Lo Nikran Velomitarkin. But in any case, Birkas Khanim is read. However, the girsa is is read, even though it's not translated. We'll see why it's not translated. Maisa Davanamon, Nikram Balamtagan, or the Girsa on Davan and Amnon is that Lo Nikra Velomatagan are not read at all. Notice you don't read the story of Davan and Amnon because it's an embarrassment for David. Aimaftiim Bimarkova. We never we don't use the um we don't the Maisa Merkova and Yecheskel, we don't use the Aftorah, Rabutamat, Rabutas Matrid, and it is actually Aftorah. It's a Torah and we do say it. 
there's a parak in Yecheskel Tesayin, and according to my chart, this is not in the Haftorahs, but Blesus says, Ein Mafti, and we don't do that Haftorah, that let, you know, let Yushalayim know all its abominations, all its terrible things, make it known. Blesus says, we don't do that. Mephoshim say, we don't pass on to Blesus, but I don't see it in the Haftorahs. This one I didn't find either, Yecheskel Tesayin. Tanarabaram. Yeshnik and Metagram. So the Bryce now expands on the mission. Yeshnik and Metagram. There are some things which are read and translated. Some things are read and they're not translated, as we'll see why. Some things are not read at all. So some are read and translated, as are most sections of the Torah and most of Torahs. Some are read and not translated for different reasons, as we'll see. And some are not read at all. Now it goes on to explain each one. The following things are read and interpreted. My Sabratius, Nikomatagum. The story of The beginning of Bratius, we described creation. That's read and it's translated. Pshita, why not? People ask too many questions. People are saying, well, what's above the angels? What's below? What's before? What was before creation? What, what took place in the world before creation? The several other world, worlds? What happens after it's all over? Too many questions. We don't have the answers to all those questions. So That's people might come, people might come to be Apikorsim. Malafin Malacharashi Tosa says, Mabasof, what's at the end of the world? As if at the end of the coin, you get to the end, what's over there? What was before Sheshit Marishis? What's going to be after the world? So I might think we shouldn't get into too many details here. Don't translate it for people. If they know too much, they'll ask too many questions, then they'll come to think. Kamash Malanda, we don't say that. Kamash, we don't say that. We say, listen, it's not our business. The, the, uh, you know, we, we don't know. We, nobody knows how the world was created, right? There's all these different scientific I- ideas, you know, the big, the big, uh, the big uh, bang or, or this or that or whatever. We don't know. But Hashem didn't, we don't have to know those things. Hashem just knows what he told us. You might say, you're going to ask too many questions. So I ask, it's not a big deal. It's not, it's not going to cause people to go off the derrick. My solo, that wasn't a very <clears throat> honorable thing. That his two daughters slept with him and, and had the Amunamoa is Nikomatargam. Is it that it, it's translated anyway? Let the people know what happened. Shita, why not? Mao to say, Avram. Lot maybe wasn't an honorable person, but after all, he was, uh, Avram was their uncle, right? And uh, basically, he was the great uncle of, uh, of, uh, of, in, of, in, of incestual, you know, Mamzerim, um, effectively, right? So Mao to say, Kamash Mulan. No, we, we have to tell the story and we have to know where everybody came from. And that's important to know. We're not concerned. It doesn't, it's not, a, it's not disrespectful to Abba. My, basically people read. That's right. People, people couldn't, right. people couldn't, uh, people couldn't understand the Hebrew. Right, right. But they couldn't read for sure. Until modern times, people couldn't read. Kamash one, uh, Kamash one. Tamar the story of Tamar and Yehuda, Nikramatagam, that's also read and translated. Obviously, as we said, all things in the Chumash have to be read. Otherwise, we wouldn't finish complete reading the Torah. But the story of Yehud and Tamar is read and translated. I think we should be concerned about Yehud's covet. After all, he went with her. He thought she was a Zona. That wasn't respectful. Kamash Malan. There's also incest. There was also incest, right? Correct. Kamash Malan, that was format in Torah, so not the halachas of, uh, of, uh, of uh, Kalaso, maybe were not effective then, just like uh, he married two sisters, just like Yaakov married two sisters. That would also be, if you go by those laws, that would they would the second the children from the second sister would be Mamzerim too, if we went by Torahs. But this is before Mount Torah and all kinds of interpretations about that. Many questions, many things are an, are questioned about that. Some say that um, Rachel Rachel May had two different mothers, so they weren't really. And it goes goes by right had two different mothers, and therefore there wasn't uh, incest. But whatever the reasons are, all those 
things before Matan Torah, we don't ask questions about that. So Kamash Malan, that so what isn't an embarrassment for you to know? Kamash Malan Shvachi, it's actually his praise. The Odi, the Odi, he was Moda. He was Moda. He said, look, Sad can be many, right? So that he was Moda and he didn't let her die. They were going to kill her. And he said, no, it was me, etc. So it's a, it's a Shvach for a person to be Moda al Ha'emes, right? To be Moda al Ha'emes, right? Maisa Ego Harisham Nikramatagam. The first story of the Ego, what happened over there is is uh, read and translated. Why is, is that? Isn't that a disrespectful for the Jews? I mean, uh, that's a the terrible stain on our history. We should cheat them out the same. Uh, uh, I mean, so the Gemara says, Maisa Ego Nikramatagam. What else should you have done? After all, it's part of the Torah. Why shouldn't you explain? Smau the same Elishim Kvonshal Yisrael. I might think you shouldn't. Because of the COVID, Kamash Malan, Kol Shkain, the Nechalu, it's good for the Jews, the Havile Kapara, by reading it, it's an atonement. In other words, when we remember what, what embarrassed us, our, our bad history, that's considered a, an atonement for us that we're publicizing our, our, um, our bad history. And therefore, it is. So you might think that, you know, you say you should read it. Obviously, you should read it. Everybody knows the story of Diego, but why it, it, shouldn't we be concerned about our honor? No, it's better to know our sins and that we repented. Even if a person sinned, he can always repent. Uh, but um, and that's what we did. Close brachos nikum The story, the curses, and the brachos that were mentioned in several places in the Torah. Right, those are read and translated. Isn't that obvious? Treat them out the same. And echish dilma People will become disheartened when they hear about what can happen in the klolos, the terrible things, which unfortunately those kind of things did happen in the Shoah and other terrible times in history. So I think people become disheartened. Don't don't translate it. Don't let them know how bad it could be. Kamashmulan that we read. Asharas ba'onshin nikromatagim. The 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 prohibitions and the punishments for violating the prohibitions are read and interpreted. Well, what's a chiddush nefshita? Of course, that's part of the mitzvahs. the same I might think that people will only keep the mitzvahs and avoid the prohibitions out of fear and not out of love. Kamash no, that you do it out of fear and out of love, and that's that's uh, and therefore we 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 do translate. The story of Amon and Tamar, brother and sister, were as read and translated. The mice have shown Nikromatargam. That's also the story of Avshalom that rebelled against his father, also Nikromatargam. Shita, why not? Mao, the same lech, like Yakra Dabu, we should be concerned about David's honor. These are both stains on him. Kamash Malan, right? It's a stain on him. Kamash Malan, that we know, we, that, uh, that it's still, that's part of history. And it doesn't really reflect that, that it's not him himself, whatever. It's, therefore, it's not. Uh, if we read it anyway, my sepilek should be given the story. Sepilek should be given nikumatagim shita. Why not? Mao the same malechlik, but the yaman. I might think you have to be you have to be concerned about the cover of the yaman after all. It's his tribe who the whole story happened with kamash malan that we still read it anyway. Hodes yushalayim, hodes yushalayim That's the last thing mentioned in the Mishnah. Make known to yushalayim its abominations. Nikumatagim is read and translated shita. Pukim Rav Lezer to exclude from Rav Lezer who said in the Mishnah. And we had it in the Mishnah, we have it here in the Gemara. The Tanya Mais Bottom Echad, right? Rebelezer said in the Mishnah, Ain Maftir in Behod Eshushlaim. We don't Maftir. So interesting. He said, Ain Maftir. And I think that is the case. We're not Maftir. We don't Maftir. But when somebody does read it publicly for whatever reason, it could be read and interpreted. It's Mashman. Maybe at a certain point it was a Haftorah. So, um, uh, so we said it's read and it's, and it's interpreted, it's translated. So isn't that obvious? So he says, no, I might be concerned. I might think, uh, it was a story you read 
uh, there was one man who read the, uh, this parsha of Hodas Shlomis to make known to Shlomis its abominations in front of Rabbi Lezer. Amalur Rabbi Lezer said to him, uh, you're, you're, you're checking, you're, you're making known the abominations that happened to the Jews in your Shalayim. Say, why don't you go check the abominations of your mother? They checked after him. They, find, they found there a taint of, of uh, improper lineage. He had a bad lineage, meaning there was some soul in his uh, family also. So don't talk about you Shalayim's toibos. You know, you, you have your own toibos. So effectively, he rebuked him. Rabbi Lezer rebuked him, said, don't, don't read that. So we say, we do interpret it because we do say our sins, as we said before, maybe by listing our sins, that'll be a kapara and that'll or encourage people to do tshuva, et cetera. The following things are read, but not interpreted. Here we get to the more complicated. That's what we said in the Mishnah too, that Ruben is not translated. He went to that place, Kabul. I don't know if that's the current Kabul in Afghanistan or some other place by that name. And the Chazan Yassel was reading that parsha by Hebeshkon Yisrael, and that's how that pasuk starts off. And Yisrael, Yisrael was living in this place when they were dwelling there. That Vayelach, Vayelach, Ruvain, and etc. And then the Omerlo Torgman, he heard that he heard that uh, they were reading that pasuk, and Rabbi Chanina Ben Gamliel went to the translator, and he said, uh, some say Hafsek, some take out. He says Al Tatargem, don't translate that portion of the pasuk. Ella Achrom. Only translate the last part of the Pasik. Last Pasik after the Asnacht, it's a long Pasik. After the Asnacht in the Pasik, it says, by you, Bene Yaakov Shnei That's how the Pasik ends up. Just translate that. That Yaakov had 10, had, had uh, 12 sons. Only translate that, don't translate the first part. And the Chachamim praised him for that, meaning they confirm that you don't translate the uh, Parsha, the story of Ruve with Billah. Also, the second part of the Maisa Egel. Is read and not translated. And I said before, what does that mean? The second part. It means the part where Aaron or Moshe asked Aaron, "What are you doing here?" And he explained the whole thing again. Then by Yomer Moshe, Moshe said to Aaron, "Ad by Yar Moshe." That whole portion over there, where Aaron says, "What I did, I, I told the people, give me the jewelry, and we threw it in there, and it came out." What, what's the concern? The concern is, is that people will say, oh, you see that the eagle did come up by itself. He just threw the stuff in there and came up by itself as if to say that the eagle, the Avodah Zara had power, chas v'chalila. person be careful in his answers and your words and what you reply. From the answer that Aaron gave Moshe when Moshe said, what, what happened over here? The, the non-believers, the ones who, who uh, you know, who, who um, you know, raised questions, they were mafka themselves, so to speak. They went, they, they, they did a bodazar, shenemar, ba'ashlichem ba'esh. Aaron said, I threw it into the fire, but uh, this eagle came out. So people said, oh, you see, it came up by itself. So he, Aaron should have been more careful in his, in his words, because from his words, they could be interpreted as if to say that there is a koch to the avodazar. Therefore, we don't translate that second, the, sec, the, the part where Aaron repeated what had happened, we don't translate that. So people shouldn't be, you know, uh, they, they, people will be confused and think the Avodah had a power. Hashem will show you favor. Oh, God's favor to the Jews? No wonder we're in bad shape because God favors the Jews. We don't want to show any favoritism. Like Rashi brings down the whole Gemara we had in Brachas, you know, uh, it, it, it does God show us favor? He says, of course, uh, uh, I told Ben Israel only to bench when you, when you eat your fill, you satiate yourself. 
and they are machmer, even not kazais, not kabea, they bench even for that. So, of course, they do good to me. That's why I show them favorites. Not stam that I'm showing favorites. But what he does say here that Birkas Khanim, the Bryce, you see that if you assume that Bryce doesn't argue with the Mishnah, the Birkas Khanim is read, even Osama Turkim, and their Mishnah, again, it's confusing the way it reads. It could be, it says like, Birkas Khanim, you don't read at all. But that doesn't make sense. You have to finish, you have to read the whole Torah. You have to read the whole Torah. Yisa means that Yisa sends like, we're asking for favor. We're, no, yeah, we're no. So we say, but Hashem, Hashem shouldn't show Hashem shouldn't show favoritism. It's only it's only if only for good. Yeah, yeah. Hashem should only exactly worried about everybody. Every Yisah Hashem, right? You shouldn't show favoritism. Oh, God does favor them. It's not our fault. Look, actually, God punish us. Look, He just He has a favorite. A favorite means like you know, it's it's like your your favorite student. It's not fair right. that you're showing them. You're giving them something you don't you don't uh, give us also. Ma'aseh Davin Amnon, Sorb Davin Amnon, Lomik from Belom Tarka. The Sorb Davin Amnon is not read at all and not translated. I've heard Ma'aseh Amnon the Tamar. We said before that the story of Amnon the Tamar is read and interpreted. Slokash Parasiv Amnon Ben David. Over here it says Amnon Ben David. The story of Amnon and David says Amnon Ben David. So that's a shame for David. That's a disgrace for David. Therefore, we don't say it at all. Parasiv Amnon Stama. The story of Amnon and Tamar, where David is not mentioned, it's not an embarrassment for. Uh, for David. All the in the psukim that are that have words which are very, very um, you know, very uh, not not proper words. In other words, improper words, words that really sound disgusting. We read them with a little bit more delicacy. We read them with a little, we put a nicer shine on Kagom. In in the uh, in the Torah it says Yishkolena. How do we read that, Michael? Yishkovena, right? Because right because right? Yishkolena, right? It's that's, no. We, we, instead of Yishkolena, we read Tishkovena. Yishkovena, yeah. I know. I said the Gemara. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying Kagon Yishkolena Yishkovena. We read the the Ksiv is Yishkolena, and we read Yishkovena. We change the whole thing because Yishkolena sounds like a dog, even though it refers to a queen. It sounds like a dog. So Yishkovena means it means it means uh, um, you know improper. Um, improper, uh, you know, sexual impropriety, but we read it as Yishkavena, which is a nicer form than Yishkavena. Similar, we're talking here about uh, defecation, we're talking about in the in the anus, so Bapolim is not as nice, so we say Batchorim. Charyonim, Davyonim, also Charyonim means what comes out, the the uh, the, the um, feces that come out, we don't say Charyonim, we say Divyonim. Uh, this is already getting into the to eat their own dung, Malicious name is also to their either the liquid dung or their urine. So we tr- we read it as lechol soasam, malicious name. We read it in a nicer language. It's a nicer way to say things, right? They could say. Why do we read that language with the other? Uh-uh. So that's. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's that's how that's what the Ham taught us. They wrote it. It was written that way. Right, right. But then we we try to be in a nicer lush. Yeah, that's the cabal that we have. Also means what comes out of the anus. We read it instead of machros, which sounds more like uh, like you know chara. So we say this is what comes out. Censorship. Yeah, it's like it's not censorship. It's it's the chacham were telling us originally when Hashem originally when Hashem said that he wanted to make us feel how bad it is. But as as covered for the tzibur, we read it in this form, which it's the same. It's the equivalent, but we read it in a nicer form. Rabbi Shua says, no, you're supposed to read it properly. The Pesach in Tanakh, not, we're not talking about the curses that happened to the Jews of Yishkeleni, Yishkevena, Bapalim, Batrim. In the Pesachim in Tanakh, it's referring to the Avodah Zorah. 
So it says, Rabbi Shimon says, no. For the Vodazara, you say it in the most despicable manner. You use the word mechros. You don't say levotzos. They should ganal Vodazara. It's, it's, it's a shame for the Avodaz all mockery Assyria. You're not supposed to mock anybody. It's improper. Bar Except you're allowed to mock them, make them sound really, really bad. The Shari, that's more the Dachsiv. It says, Kara, the Pasuk says, Kara Baal, one of the uh, idols over there, uh, stooped over Kara Snevo, and Nevo also bent over, as if to say that they couldn't even bring themselves uh, to empty their bowels. The Ksiv, Karsu Krav Yachdav, he's, he's uh, stooped his uh, feet together, so they couldn't get rid of their load. The load here referring to the dung inside them, the feces. To the calves of base oven and that of Yaguru Shachen Shamram, the those who dwell up there who follow them uh, will will be afraid. Ki Amo, its nation mourned for them. Uchmarav and its priests Allah Yagilu, which originally rejoiced Al Kvoda for its honor. Ki Golamera. Now they're now they're mourning. Originally the priests took joy in their Avodah Now their priests are mourning for them. Because their honor has left. They couldn't even, you know, they couldn't even empty themselves. Like they're, they're mourning for them that the making fun of the idol, so to speak, that they couldn't even, uh, uh, they couldn't even empty their bowels. A person, it's, a, it's permissible for a Jew. As Yemi said, you're supposed to use nice lashonas here. What's the lesson of this whole doc? You're supposed to use nice lashonas. You're not supposed to translate things for people that they could misinterpret, that they can misinterpret and say, oh, uh, that's okay, or this is okay. Be careful with your words. I, obviously, today we're dealing maybe with a more sophisticated crowd, but still, you got to be careful with what you say. Like you said, be careful. Look at look at words. Much more disgusting words. Right, right. This isn't so bad. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> yeah. In Hebrew, I guess it's bad. Uh, so he says. Uh, so he says like this. Um, a, a Jewish person could say to a to a to an idol worshiper, right? come take your take your idol and put it in your butt. That's really what it means. Shintof. Rashi says shintof. What is shintof? Exposed. The butt of the of the of the era of Mitzrayim, so to speak, they expose their butt. Take take your idol, and as we say, stick it up. Stick you it know, up. <laughs> that's what he says. So put it in your butt. Right? That's what you're allowed to, for a, a real avodah zara. Take it. You know, I, nah, I, he just said he didn't say you're mechiv to do that. Right. You, you better be careful. The guy might have a gun. You know, but but uh, but be careful. But he says you're allowed to. You're allowed to to to, to put down the avodah zara. You're allowed to make fun of them. You're allowed to say this. Amar Hi man, the son Listen to listen very carefully. This a person, the son that has bad rumors about him. Bad rumors. Shari you can embarrass him. The gimel the shin. You can embarrass him with gimel and shin. What we see gimel and shin are uh, are the uh, Rashi tevas means that it's a stand for for words. We'll see what they are, what they are. What does that mean? It means <laughs> if you look at Rashi, <clears throat> what does it mean? The son that has there are bad rumors about him. Look at Rashi. She yotzis olav shmuas roas v'snuas shunoif. People say he's an adulterer. Didn't say that there's Adam and Asra, right? It didn't say that uh, that there's a, went through a bezdin with uh, you know 25 people reporting. There's bad rumors about him that he's an adulterer. If there's bad rumors or there's smoke, there's fire. It doesn't My say. Father-in-law used to say. Pardon? Father-in-law used to say. That, that's exactly right. 
Rabbi Wine tells that story also about, you know, uh, the guy goes to the rabbi, Rumi's referring to is the guy comes to the rabbi and says, you know what they're saying about me in town? Do something about it. What do you mean they're saying about it? I'm telling you, Rabbi, it's not true. What they're saying about me is not true. He says, it should be true yet. It should be true yet. <laughs> Look what they're saying about you. They're not saying that about the Chavot Chaim. You know what I mean? Look what they're saying about you. So he said, you're allowed to embarrass him to Gimel Shin. What does it mean Gimel Shin? Rashi says, look at Rashi at the bottom. Bar Gears a Zona. Call his mother a Zona. Uh, and and the, that's the Gimel. And the Shin is Shema Sorry, got a bad name. Another interpretation he says at the end is that, that the Gimel is Giyufa, which means an adulterer. And the Shin is Shaita. Shati is a fool, an imbecile. So in other words, a person that has bad rumors about him, you're allowed to go say those things about him. Amar Bashi, I'm on the sunshine. Surely, looks you can embarrass him with Gimel Shin. You can embarrass him with those things. Doesn't say don't say Lashnara. You can embarrass Lashnara. him with those things, right? Yeah, yeah. It doesn't say anything about Lashnara because there's bad rumors about him that should be discouraged. That kind of activity should be discouraged, right? Haiman the Shaprishman, a person that has good things saying about him. Surely, Shvuche, you're allowed to praise him, right? Oman the Shafin, the one who praises him, Yanuchulo Brach Rosha will have blessings on his head. So we end off with a good thing. You know, somebody who has, says good things about you, it's it's proper to compliment them, and uh, that will you know, that will bring you brachas. Hanlachakores Megillah Omei. Tomorrow, Mitzrayim will start the last parak in in uh, Megillah. In the Mishnayis, it's the the third and fourth parakim are reversed. So it's the third parakim in the Mishnayis, but we're starting here, Mitzrayim, with the um, with the with the Farbark. And uh, Mitzrayim, we have a see in one week from today. Have a good day, everybody. Call to. Thank you.